Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 57. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz, and I'm joined by my guests, Philip and Eileen Bloom. I'm really excited to have them both here for many reasons. Um, this is the first time we're finally talking face to face, and uh, let's just give you a little bit of, you know, about the two of them. So, Philip and Eileen Bloom are award-winning photographers and filmmakers, just crazy enough to believe that art can change the world. As owners of three unique photography brands specializing in wedding and portraits, the Blooms seek not only to celebrate life, but also to to reclaim lives through humanitarian projects. Whether speaking at top industry events across the country, like WPPI, presenting at uh, TEDx stage, or interacting with students inside community photo workshops at their private studio, these world-changing industry leaders champion change making through creativity. They live with their children in rural Georgia where they love hiking, good conversation, and spontaneous dance parties. So you never know if you're watching this episode instead of listening to the episode, you never know what might happen. <laughs> oh boy. So welcome to the, welcome to the show guys. Uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited you're here as you know. <laughs> yeah. You as well. So you just got back from uh, WPPI and then apparently a big babysitting thing. This has definitely been one of those um, big years of transition for us. And I think that um, all of us ex- experience this in our business. And it doesn't change no matter how long you've been doing what we do and kind of find your rhythms. Um, this, the, the past two years really for us have been huge life transitions. Um, and so what used to be, you know, Eileen and I as newlyweds working together, um, shooting everything together, editing everything side by side. And now over time we've learned to kind of delegate tasks between us and um, balance things. So Eileen was this for the first time uh, after several years speaking at WPPI, Eileen stayed home to be with the kids while I kind of went there and had the opportunity to meet a lot of the photographers and, and people who we've known online um, and, and speak at that event and then got home. This has also been a year where we're trying to say yes more and more to our family and kind of <laughs> keep business in its you know arena and be there for our family as well. So yeah, we were babysitting cousins of our children, you know, our, our nieces and nephews on Eileen's side and then a family of cousins on my side, back to back, <laughs> big families. So like five kids added to our, to our, uh, group all, all, all at the same time. It was, it was fun. But if you hear my voice leaving me, it's cause I've been yelling at yeah. a lot of kids. Right? <laughs> yeah. And you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's fun when you get to get all that family together for an extended period of time. Um, exhausting, oh, yeah. exhausting, exhausting, but fun. Yes. <laughs> so good, tired. awesome. Yeah, yeah, good, tired. Um, so before we move into what's going on with you guys, uh, what you have coming up, and things like that, let's talk a little bit about WordPress photography-related news. Um, big news is that a new beta of NextGen Gallery, the redesign, is available for download and feedback. It's likely the final beta before it's released. Um, the release date is probably sometime in April if all things go well, but I will link to the show in the show notes. I'll link to where you can go and download the beta, see 
before and afters of the redesign and you can test it. Both NextGen Gallery, NextGen Plus, and NextGen Pro are all avail available for testing. Of course, NextGen Gallery is free, so the beta is free um, for anybody. But if anybody wants, who's a Pro or Plus user and wants to test those betas, you can download those when you're logged in. Um, WordPress now powers 30% of the internet. 30% of the internet. Just a couple months ago, it was 28%. So you can see the rapid growth it's getting. Every time I share news about its you know, growth, you, the numbers are jumping higher and higher um, by more than 1% each time. So it's really nice to see 30% of the internet now powered by WordPress. Um, and the last bit of news is Yoast SEO has had a major overhaul and the most popular SEO plugin, one of the most popular plugins ever, um, version 7.0 is now out and they simplified the interface big time. Uh, there's a lot less options, and what they've done is they sort of combined multiple things to make it so that you don't have to think about it as much. Um, right out of the box, uh, it is optimized for majority of the, uh, people, a majority of sites, but you can still tweak a bunch of things, of course. Uh, but they simplified it big time, just a bunch of on-offs, yes-nos, and uh, again, a lot of things like you won't see the sitemap settings anymore. They've removed it to automate the process, and it's now combined with whether you want something indexed or not. So if you say, yes, I want all my, my blog posts indexed, not only are they going to be indexed, but they're also going to be in the sitemap. If you say no, they won't be in the sitemap and they won't be indexed. There's no reason for those to be separate, so Yoast, the Yoast team merged them together. All right, three bits, three bits of news. Um, so, Philip, Eileen, tell us what's going on with you guys. What do you have coming up? Uh, you know what, what's the good yeah, stuff well, going on? Now I'm kind of distracted and excited by the, the news because... Eileen and I are so non-technical. Yeah, I think we, I feel, feel like we fell into having to learn all of this stuff for our business, like many of us, you know, listening here probably. Yep. But we totally. we did just like weeks ago. Um, finally, started thinking the SEO might be pertinent after a decade of, <laughs> of work. And so, uh, a, a, a big expert um, in the SEO field who I've had the pleasure to get to know a little bit, Keith Brees, um, recommended that Yoast plugin for us. And um, I'm just happy to know that it's becoming easier because those things intimidate <laughs> oh, yeah. me. But, but yeah, I've already been using that. And, um, and yeah, looking, <laughs> looking to the future um, in the coming year, uh, we're excited that uh, besides a lot of the conferences we've been speaking at a year, for years, um, we got our first – in fact, it's sitting right in front of me. <laughs> Woo, we got our first invitation to speak at Imaging USA. Um, nice. And so PPA is, you know, one of these great nonprofit organizations that's been around since photography began. Um, so that was that's exciting. And I think our um, our our big projects going forward this year are, um, like I said, we're not very technically inclined. So we've always we've always loved in person workshops, and that's how we've met all of our students over time. Um, and this is the first year that we're really diving in uh, with a lot of online courses and uh, being able to reach out and meet and work alongside a lot of you photographers who maybe haven't had the chance to, to work with us in a workshop at a, at a convention or in person at our studio or something. So that's, that's something I'm actually really excited about, um, especially since we've got help to do it. We couldn't put it all together on our own, that's for sure. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. And congrats on the imaging invite. Uh, so that that's yeah that's that's pretty big. It's nice that they sent a formal formal. Oh interview. man, they're pretty cool. They're so classy. <laughs> they do a good job. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, all right, so so let's uh, let's dive into some some WordPress discussion here, or just website website discussion in general. 
Um, so one of the things that you, what we were talking about of what can we talk about on this episode with with you both is how to sell with your website. Can you talk a little bit about about that? And I'm assuming you're meaning like sell without selling, how to sell just naturally, right? Is, or are you were you going in a different direction? No, that's exactly right. I mean, our websites. I think in the past um, we would always have described websites as the storefront for your business. Um, and I, that was pretty apt description. You know, it's, it's important that you, a lot of us don't have brick and mortar studios. Um, even if we do what most people are passing by and searching for us is, is online. Um, and so I would like at the beginning of our business, uh, this is what 2008 or something. Um, mm-hmm. our, our whole business sort of took shape on accident because, um, you know, Eileen was working at Starbucks. I was a high school teacher and we were, we were both photo, um, you know, is a, is a hobby for us, our photography. And, a, but a friend asked to, um, look at some of my portfolio pictures cause she was getting married and kind of wanted a cheap wedding photographer, photographer. So even though I wasn't a professional yet, she wanted to, to look at this, the work. Um, and Eileen is the classic overachiever. So <laughs> she went, instead of emailing these pictures to the friend to look at, she created our first little website, just hacked it together, um, it wasn't. It wasn't probably too easy. Kind of figure. Had to figure out a little bit of visually. But I just wanted a, just a place that she could actually go to online and, and view the view the work. So try to that quickly. Makes sense. And yeah. so after she did that, this is 2008. To our shock and amazement, we started to get phone calls from strangers as well. And um, it was a little bit easier back then. I think if you had a website, not even everybody was there yet. Some people were still in the yellow pages. Right. right. So I think that really helped boost us. But then that's not the world we live in anymore. Um, Your website can't just be your storefront because there's so many storefronts. You know, you're in a a, a, a sort of a shopping center complex now of all these, every photographer's online. And people are just going to, yeah, you have a beautiful storefront, but you're going to walk on by. Um, And so what what we realized not from a technical point of view, but very much from a um, human psychology, marketing psychology point of view, is that you can't just um, stand out and succeed by the quality of your work. There's plenty of people doing beautiful work, plenty of people who I admire, who I aspire to do work at you know at the level that they're doing it, um, but who, who even with that level of work aren't succeeding um, from a business point of view because they're not um, doing the, the marketing side as well. So on the other hand, there's people who have very mediocre work who are killing it and really their businesses are thriving. So I would love to continue to pursue the quality of art on a personal level, but also make sure that right away I'm doing whatever I can to make my business thrive and support my continued growth and learning. Um, And so what's very important to us was going in and what we just recently within the last months uh, relaunched our, to our new website. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's very different in the sense that I think traditionally our websites have had maybe a landing page um, and maybe with some a, a slideshow of photos on it. And then there's a link to go to an about page. Um, and how, how many people really end up you know, on your about page? It's kind of hidden right. in the back. But really, we started to restructure things from looking at it from a human marketing psychology point of view. We really have to sell ourselves now, mm-hmm. not just sell the quality of our work or say we're the best. Everyone's on, you know, holding up little signs saying, choose me, I'm the best. But if you can sell yourself and connect to your potential client on a personal level, um, sort of find 
some values that you have in common, find out who your ideal client is and appeal to that. Um, that that really sells you, which is what you have to sell before you sell anything else. So we moved our about section to our homepage. So when people go to theblooms.co, they see our faces on there, they hear our story, and that's something that they can connect with right away. That's great. That's great. And did you put that towards the top or did you put it towards at the bottom, like after some photo examples or anything like that? At the top. Right? <laughs> yeah, it is. So if if you go to our website, it's it's much more, you know, the website we had, we had had for about seven or eight years. Um, and it worked. <laughs> the amazing thing was it worked. It's like we had we had built this WordPress uh, back at the time, pro photo theme, um, mm-hmm. easy, easy to put together kind of uh, website for, for, you know, photographers who had no idea what they were doing with their website. And that sufficed for many years in terms of at least we had a presence. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, what what we have now is maybe like a, a banner that has our logo, um, the branding, some of the imagery. But just immediately below that, we're not um, we changed everything. It used to say, we used to be Bloom Photography, um, and even even details like that, we we decided we need to personalize that more. It's got to we want to appeal as a business as people, mm-hmm. not just. Right. You know, you hear Bloom Photography and you think it's a business. You don't know how many photographers are part of that. You don't know if it's a national chain uh, or photo mill. Um, so we changed that to The Blooms. Um, and that's really the whole spirit we wanted to give the new website was you're connecting with us as a couple. And so you're going to immediately see our faces and our, learn about our story um, as, as the most important thing on the page. Right. I definitely think that when it's a, a, a couple – Right. That that's the photographers of this business. This whole approach totally makes sense. It is definitely the way that 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 photographers should be thinking now. It's going to be a little bit more difficult when it's a when it's a, a wedding business with like, you know, it, it's just a single main photographer who owns the business and then like nine associate photographers or something. That's a little bit trickier, but still doable. Um, but when you're just a, a couple and even if you have associate photographers, what you're doing is definitely the 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 way the the best approach uh, in my opinion as well because you are definitely personalizing it um, from top to bottom, which is a great thing to see. So, so, so tell me about uh, a mistake that you made more recently since you've redesigned your website, since you've sort of rebranded, and a mistake that you don't want others to do. Sure. Yeah. I. I... Eileen is the one who fixes all my mistakes for the most part. So you could probably answer this better. She's also our website designer. So. Yeah, I, I try to figure things out as I go along. I'm kind of self-taught with a lot of um, things, graphic design related or just website related. So I'm always trying to figure it out or look at tutorials. But I, I would think one mistake that, that we had made actually for years is just forgetting about SEO. Mm. Uh, we're not experts in SEO, but um, but I know that it's super effective. So just remembering to um, put the important keywords when you're naming your blog posts, um, just when you're uh, writing copy in those blog posts, just making it relevant um, to your location, especially. So just you know Athens wedding photography or something like that. Just um, not forgetting uh, to include that. Because when you forget to do that or even forget to rename images, um, then you'll notice a difference, too, that when people are searching for us, it's just our, our page isn't in, in the top ranks. And so um, so just remembering SEO and just how important that is. We, we've literally neglected 
that side of things, I think, for years. And what we were experts at was the whole um, word of mouth marketing and local relationship building and, the, and some of that classic stuff, which I believe wholeheartedly is, is sort of the nuts and bolts um, core of building a strong brand, especially a local brand. Um, but then, sure. oh man, when, when some of our much smarter, um, online, you know, s- smarter tech oriented friends just showed us some of those basic things, I think I'd always been intimidated by the idea of, oh, SEO, I have to now be a professional in, in this, um, just to make it work. But just doing the basics, the hygiene, mm-hmm. um, right. of, of renaming our images and everything. It's been amazing. I mean, we've, we just did it with the redesign of our site in these past few months. Mm-hmm. And really you can over a matter of days, like plug in your, your uh, web address to some different tools and sort of see how it climbs. And in days it just climbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think so many people just don't do it and that's why they're not succeeding up at the top. Yeah. So, so would you, would you say that the one change that you made to your website, which has a major impact on your business is adding in doing the SEO stuff when you do the redesign after after the mistake of not doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. I, and think, it, I think it was huge. And how about yeah. just with the homepage and everything? Is it like you started putting in some keywords and things in there for the first time ever? Yeah, yeah. So just even what you name your homepage, things like that, even just what you write on that homepage, all of that factors into their algorithm, you know, and Google's al- algorithm. Uh, I don't even know if I'm saying the right word, <laughs> but, <laughs> but something like that. It, it's just super important, and it's also free for you to do. It does take time, um, but it's something that you can free and uh, that you can implement that is free. Um, you don't have to spend any money on. Yeah, there's so many marketing um, strategies that I know, especially early in our businesses as photographers, we're kind of trying everything. Most of us are distracted by, you know, we want to be the king or queen of social media because if we have a million followers, I know business will become easy. You know, all these, that stuff, you know, we're like throwing paper against the wall, trying to see what sticks, trying everything. There's, you know, it's, there's a lot to be said about that 80-20 principle. You know, find the 20% of all the ideas that will really give you 80% or more of your results and focus on those few things. And SEO is one of those things, I mean, renaming pictures in particular is one of those things that it feels mundane and so I wasn't doing it. Um, but it's one of those things that makes the big difference. So, so certainly, it certainly helps a lot. Awesome. Um, so what is a change that you made to your business overall, which has made a big impact? That w- so our tur- I guess we would call it our turning point. The big mm-hmm. shift in our business um, happened two years after we started. You know, told the story. We started our business on accident, essentially. Um, and it took off, man. Like, we, we, we felt like we were living the dream because I, I would if I could hear – you know, listeners' reactions. I think all of us um, would would say that one of our goals is to go full time. A lot of us are part time photographers trying to escape the day job, um, the second the second job. And for us, within that year, we went full time. Um, did not see that coming, um, and it was it was so exciting. Like all of a sudden, we had twenty weddings booked, and all of the retainers had been paid to us, and. We're shooting engagement shoots all the time. It all hits the fan kind of to the point where there's no time in our life. Um, we had to quit our other jobs just to, to keep this thing rolling. And we did that, um, you know, as kind of bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, naive uh, young people. 
and hadn't run any, run any of our numbers. So we didn't realize that we were doing a whole lot of work. Um, we were working throughout the whole night editing images. Our, our new marriage was suffering because there's no personal time together. And yet for all of that, after you know a year, we, we realized we're not going to be able to pay our bills because what we're charging, the cost of doing business, it just the math doesn't add up. Um, and so we got to a point uh, within probably a, a year after that where all of our friends think we're living the dream, and we had thought so too. And then we realized, okay, this is kind of sink or swim time. Um, we, we either have to make a huge change or we're going to have to go back to our old jobs. And, um, and so that was uh, kind of a, a messy time in our lives as well. We, um, we had gone through some just personal grief and trauma. We had, we had been so excited because Eileen was pregnant for the first time. Um, I was able to go with her. Um, to her OB appointments every day and like listening to our baby's heartbeat and, and watching her grow. And, and then one day that appointment we go in and we just don't hear the heartbeat anymore. Um, and so just all, all of a sudden, I think in my mind, I was just kind of processing, um, you know, what, what matters anymore? Like all this, all these plans and thoughts, ideas we had about the future were no longer a reality. We didn't know if our business was going to survive the, the week. Um, and we just decided we had to step back and, and make a big shift in our business. Um, and so for us personally, that was get away from like sacrificing our life on the altar of business um, and just trying to pay the bills and everything. And, and let's do what's important to us in our lives. And for Eileen and me, that just the way we were raised and throughout our lives, that was that was charity and mission work. And we decided let's get let's get back to that, whatever it costs. Um, so at, at that moment, we decided to kind of dig into our meager savings, the little bit we had laid aside. And we actually, um, we had done no video at that point. It was still early, you know, not everybody was doing video yet. We didn't even have iPhones or anything. So we had never recorded any kind of video clip. Mm-hmm. Um, but we heard about this ministry, this organization doing amazing work in the slums of Guatemala. Yeah. Rescuing boys from gangs and, and giving them a new life. Um, but but little was known about this organization or the people who were running it and, and the work they were doing. Um, and they asked us to make a short promo video just for their website. So just three or four minutes of, of video so they can put up on their website. And we, like Philip said, we had not even done video at all before. So, <laughs> so we ordered all this video equipment um, that arrived three days before we left on a plane for Guatemala. So, so rushing to just learn the equipment and familiarize ourselves. I'm, I'm one of these guys. I don't read the instruction manuals, but I'm telling you, like, I have these manuals in my bag in the airplane, like, pouring through them. How am I going to do this? And <laughs> it's one of those things, like, how, do, how does osmosis work? Like, right, exactly. exactly. That, that's kind of what it was them in your like. pillowcase. <laughs> yeah. And, and would, it's yeah. awesome. And then we, we got down there, and, um, I mean, our, our – we, they knew this, you know, pro bono projects like this are a great way to learn skills because if you're honest with them, you know, like we were, we just told them this may not work, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we would love to help you. And we're going to try our best and we're doing it for free. So no one's going to complain. Right. Um, and so we, we, the video was much more accessible than we had feared. Mm -hmm. Um, and what was meant to be a three minute or four minute promo video to help them out ended up being a feature length documentary film that um, we got after we came back and edited, learned how to edit video together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ended up traveling with that film in 30 states all across the U.S. and helping this organization grow and become 
uh, and sort of succeed more at what they were doing just through support and, and recognition of what they were doing. And we continue to work with them today, years later, in some exciting ways. I'll, I'll, don't want to get distracted by now, but I'll tell you later. Um, but that, that was just, I think, mind-blowing to us. And we realized how powerful visual media is. Um, all, all the same, we got back home and we still couldn't pay our bills. <laughs> In fact, we were poor for having done this project. And so that's when we decided, okay, let's stop trying to run our business creatively like artists. Um, we'll continue to be artists when it comes to taking pictures. We need to run our business with proven principles. Uh, Eileen was a business major. And for some reason up to that point, we had not fallen onto that expertise or thought much about it. So we continued to learn and dig into that. And, um, and that's when you get into the trenches, that's really when you start to learn. Um, not, not just what you learn in school, right? But when you put that into practice. And so we decided we're wedding photographers. We can't like put all these new business principles into practice and then wait for a year out for the weddings that we booked to see if it works. We've got to do something now to get income flowing. And so we, we um, created very strategically. We didn't do it like most people do them, but many sessions. Um, we did a really strange uh, twist on, on uh, many sessions and we applied all these business principles to it, and it was successful, man. It was, it was like um, a day and a half of many sessions we shot and made $8,000 um, and sort of keeping our bank account afloat. And then we found out some cool ways that we could, without undercutting our normal length portrait sessions and family sessions uh, or over-advertising, we could actually sort of quietly market mini sessions just to specific groups in our market one at a time and keep mini sessions flowing through our studio all the time, high profit ones to the point that our, our sales average became higher for a single mini session than it used to be for a full wedding that we shot. Yeah, that's, that's, that's impressive. So, and so when, yeah, it is, I mean, when you think about like, Oh, if I could only shoot 15 weddings this year and then you're like, or I could do 15 mini sessions in one weekend and every single one of those sessions would be the equivalent of a wedding, you know, that we... That one of our earlier weddings. One of our earlier <laughs> weddings. You know, like, like basically, I think we're averaging maybe like around between 1500 to 1800 per mini session with the strategy. Um, and so that was huge. That was the big turning point. Our highest sale on a 20-minute mini session was $2,600. I believe that was the high. Um, so that... That just changed our business. It helped us become a official fastest growing business. Yeah. And I do want to insert that, I guess, because listeners might be wondering, well, what was it they implemented? So a, a huge difference was doing in-person sales. So starting out as a you know, quote unquote shoot and burn photographer where you just hand over the digital images and then going back to what what was important to us is just for uh, families to to. Um, go home with that physical like heirloom art product that they can pass down for generations. That was important to us for them to have that. So that's what we implemented differently in our business. Um, and right. for, and the, for everybody and listening, uh, the last episode, episode 56, uh, was Chris Scott from Swift Galleries was uh, on, and we were talking about in-person sales um, pretty heavily the entire episode. So <laughs> anybody who wants to dive more into in-person sales, definitely check out episode 56. I will link to that in the show notes. Um, awesome. So uh, let's uh, let's segue into a little bit about Show It, and because you do a lot with Show It, and I want to talk just briefly about um, what is Show It and what's its relationship to WordPress. Because um, uh, as, as I know this, and maybe some of the listeners do, but your website is Show It, but your blog is 
WordPress. So let's talk a little bit about that. What's the relationship between the two? Yeah, so ShowIt is our uh, web hosting, um, as well as what we use to design our website and blog. So it's a WordPress blog, but it uses a ShowIt theme. So what that means is, um, the, what ShowIt is big about is just having a drag and drop website. You have a lot more customization um, with the theme. Instead of just a cookie cutter theme that you're kind of stuck with, there's a lot more customization with placement of things and, and, and sizing, um, which is what we really love about it. Um, and that's where it's really geared toward photographers um, more than anything, or other creatives, artists. There's all kinds of artists on the show it uh, platform because whereas there's other websites like Wix, Squarespace that are kind of drag and drop, easy to build, but you've got your template and you kind of stick with that template, minor tweaks. Um, show it, you can start from scratch or you can start with a template and just completely it. customize it. Exactly. Um, and that's where we love to get creative, um, instead of like messing with our creativity when it comes to the business and the numbers, um, but being able to design your website in a way that really does, um, show off your personality and does introduce the client to you in a personal way right away, uh, is, is really powerful. And it's so cool because yeah, the WordPress blog side of our site where so much of our content is mm -hmm. can look identical and flow completely through the rest of the right, site. You can match the, the aesthetics. Yeah. So, so they make it really easy to, to, to do that. Um, yeah, that, it's great. You know, the, so WordPress does have drag and drop capabilities using, using additional plugins. Um, they don't have the, it's not like, it's not built, obviously it's not built into WordPress. So it's where show it, you just go to it and then you just, you know, move things around. Um, WordPress, you need to now add a theme that is compatible with the page builder plugin, then go find a page builder plugin and install that and then go. So it's, it's a little bit more effort to do it. Um, WordPress 5.0 will have a, um, a simpler page builder built in, um, which is slotted for April, but I doubt it's going to come out in April. Um, it's not that page builder is not ready yet. So I don't think, um, it's going to be in, yeah, in never count your chickens before April. they hatch. Yeah. <laughs> just kind yeah. of assume it's going to be a little delayed. Yeah. They're, right. they're kind of saying April, but I think, I think they're just, they're, they're trying, but I don't think it's going to happen. Um, but anyway, so, so it, you know, it's, it's, um, Platforms like Show It that's actually pushing WordPress ahead even further because, um, you know, people want page builders. So they're actually building a page builder that is backwards compatible, which is really nice. So it'll um, anyway. So I've talked about I've talked yeah, about this on the show previously so many times. I'm not going to go into too, too much well, detail. What, what we love um, about working with a company like Show It is besides the I mean, they're 100 percent focused on basically their software that allows you to design your website. But. They're a small enough company that when you're working with them, the service, the customer service and the one-on-one -on -one attention, the help you get is just um, amazing. And that you can have that kind of service and use it. It's really just since they created Show It 5, the newest version of Show It in the past year, not only has Show It ex exploded, um, but it's really for the first time that using all HTML5, are you able to um, design your, your whole WordPress um, uh, blog and, and site from show it. So it's, it's just all this power through thanks to WordPress. Um, that yeah, we're, it's, it's a marriage made in heaven. We, we love it. We've really enjoyed the big change. It's been great. Yeah. And they've got a nice community and they've got their conference. And so there's a, yeah, there's, a, there's definitely some advantages to using a show at site. Um, uh, and especially because they're, they're still, you know, they're hand with hand to hand with, with WordPress as far as, uh, you know, that, that relationship they're really tight as far as uh 
you know, still requiring people to use WordPress for the blog. And so there's a lot of advantages to it. Um, so, so this is a nice segue into the guest recommended WordPress plugin and or theme section of the show. Um, so we've now talked about a, a, a plugin, some, some themes. So what, what do you recommend for photographers to check out? And this is probably going to sound similar because we were just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if show it, I don't think of it as a theme per se, but um, you can go in there and get all the sorts of themes. Um, they have, they actually have some really talented designers who partner with them, who actually provide, you can go through their store and choose a theme to start with. Um, and they are numerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of, in particular, uh, what is uh, Jennifer's store called? The Tonic Shop? Oh, yeah. Tonic Site Shop. Tonic Site Shop is a great place to get themes um, for, for, for Show, Show It, it and mm-hmm. the WordPress side of Show It Design. Um, and that's some of the, my favorite work um, in terms of mm-hmm. theme, uh, the templates and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Yoast, which we just t- uh, touched on earlier, has been really... We never knew it enough to use a lot of plugins and <laughs> yeah. things, but I'm I'm fascinated by this Yoast plugin now, and it's awesome to know they're just updating to make it even easier for stupid people like me. <laughs> so, so that's something that you've got to get in there right now. We've we've even been using it because I I write every month for Shutter Magazine, and I like when people come to our site to be able to find all my articles and everything, but I don't want to repost my articles that are already on the magazine's website and it look to the internet as if we're um, copying ourselves or hijacking their language. So when I post articles on our site, I'm, I'm able to redirect the sort of the back end and say the original content is on the magazine's website and it's not, I'm not going to be pe- penalized and so forth. So yep. there's all kinds yeah, of so, tools. Yeah, I do that as well for all my guest posts as well. Uh, it's called a canonical for anybody who's listening who wants to do that. Uh, the canonical link is where you could say, if you, if you did a guest post, for example, on, on um, uh, Shutterfest or, or any any website, so I write a lot on digitalphotography.com um, uh, and some other many other places. So like any articles that I will write there, you add the canonical link of that article to your post. Then when you post it, it says to Google, "Yeah, this is I did write this on it is on my website, but really I wrote it here. Here's the original link, and it gives all that SEO credit to the to the link that you're putting in the canonical section." Right. Yeah. It's great. So you kind of enjoy the best of, of both worlds. You're offering the content and the service, um, which if, if photographers are listening, we're adding just lots of, of educational material that's free on our website. We have a, a great community that's part of our, um, that through our website as well, you can like download our ebook and so forth and be part of that. But it's great that we can provide that on our website. Um, and without doing it under the table or harming those who we partner with um, from a from a online point of view. So yeah, there's I would never have known that was there. It's it's a great little tool. Totally. Um, so we have got a new section on the show. This is where um, Philip and Eileen are going to ask you, the listeners, a question. And what we want you to do is go to the show notes for this episode at imagely.com slash podcast slash 57 and comment with your answer to this question. Philip and Eileen will be seeing the questions that you that uh, are seeing the answers to the question and um, what either they will reply if they have time or I will reply. And either way, this is something that you can interact uh, with us and and uh, and everybody else who's listening. So please, uh, Philip, Eileen, ask your question and uh Listen up. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> think of the best way to phrase this, because this is a big picture idea that drives our business every day and drives all of our decisions. And I think it's something we all need to ask ourselves daily. Um, so our question to you guys that we'd love to sort of hear your thoughts on is what is most important to you in your life? Not just your business, but what's most important to you in your life? And if you could design your business vision around that thing so that your business could help support that dream, that vision of yours, what, would, what, what might your business look like? That's something you can't just think about in 10 minutes and answer, but it's, it's something that I'd love to know what's important to you in your life. Maybe it has nothing to do with photography directly. For Eileen and me, that is um, on one side, adoption and fostering, having a, having, you know, being an adoptive family ourselves, um, and also helping kids who are without families in the third world in places like Guatemala. Um, and so that was completely separate from photography, we thought, but we found so many ways that it relates and actually can be a part of our business and we can support, support those things with our business. So if there's one thing for you like that, what is it? Go ahead and name it, write it down, and then start the process of thinking how you can incorporate that um, and and these, you know, these short, precious lives that we have, how can you make the most of your, of that dream? So, um, yeah, looking forward to seeing some of you guys answers and, um, maybe even brainstorming with you guys a little bit on how that might be possible. We've, we built a business that charity, we found the charity we do actually helps support our business and grow it at the same time as our business can, can pour back into them. That's fantastic. Yeah. You know, it, it's funny. You, so I met you guys because of adoption, as many of the listeners know, I am in the middle of adoption process. You have adopted, and um, so that's how we met. And it actually, you know, so it it touches me as well. Um, and there's definitely draw a drive in me to to do more with my business because of that, and to do more with that as well. So finding ways to incorporate adoption and family into everything I do is something that. Um, is, is one of my goals. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's fantastic. So please, please answer, answer the question. Uh, go to the show notes, just comment and, you know, and share. So um, I'm going to include every place you can find Philip and Eileen on the internet, their websites, their, um, their social media channels. Um, they have a, a great uh, book ebook called Posed to Playful. Uh, from from Pose to Playful. So please, you'll, you can download that as well. I'll link to all that in the show notes, as well as everything that Philip and Eileen mentioned, um, all the different links. Thank you both for joining the show today. Um, I'm so happy you were able to join, and I can't wait to, to finally meet you both in person eventually. It'll yeah. happen Looking one day. To it soon. So. Yeah, thanks for having us, Scott. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, you can find the show notes from today's episode, answer the question that, that you just heard, and where to find the blooms at imagely.com slash podcast slash 57. Until next time. You've been listening to the WordPress Photography Podcast. To listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more, please visit imagely.com forward slash podcast. 